Welcome to Craft Beer Ballers, a show about craft beer and craft beer makers throughout the world and in the Tampa Bay area, with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. Hey guys, this is Johnny from Craft Beer Ballers. Uh, today's segment, we are talking to Jesse McDonald, who is the founder of Drink Local Florida. Now, Drink Local Florida is a really cool website and directory for all potent potables in the Tampa Bay, and well, not Tampa Bay area, in Florida. So that's beer, of course, which is the main part of our discussion, but also wine, ciders, mead, spirits. If you can imbibe it and uh, tickles your liver, as Kevin said, in Florida, then you can, uh, you know, you need to go to this site, drinklocalflorida.com. Great website, great directory. Um, We had a great conversation with Justin. Uh, We talked about about how the site was birthed during Hurricane Irma, and we talked about the work that goes into creating a directory and how it continues to go on as, as the craft beer scene has just exploded in, in Florida um, and really as as nationwide. Uh, we also talked about his favorites, uh, both in his local area of Bradenton and throughout the state. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. The mics are on. Glasses are full. It's time for the Craft Beer Ballers. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot, man. What's going on? Man, not much, man. What's not going much. on with you, man? <laughs> uh, back at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right Just back at you, bro. sitting here, chilling. Good peeps. Absolutely. Cruising, absolutely. you know, downtown Tampa. Cruising downtown Tampa looking for people to drink beer with. And I find Justin McDonald from Drink Local Florida. Justin, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, guys. All right. Drink Local Florida is a website and a, would you call it a directory? Directory is a good word. Yep. yep. Uh, for breweries, distilleries, meteries. Everything, everything that you can imbibe, or a lot of things that you can imbibe that's local to Florida, go to Drink Local Florida, and you can find it, find out about it. And if it tickles your liver, especially. <laughs> yeah, if it tickles your liver, go to the website. There you go. <laughs> it's, it'll be found on the website. Yeah. So, all right. So, Justin, tell us about Drink Local Florida. How, like, like, tell us about it. How did it get started? Like, just where did the idea come from? Yeah. So it it started with the website. Um, I think I'm. Most people know Drink Local Florida on Instagram, but it actually started with the website, drinklocalflorida.com. And I started that website almost two years ago. I remember finishing most of like the the legwork when Hurricane Irma was coming, and I refused oh, wow. to evacuate. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to buckle down and, and get, get, get some shit done. Yeah. Uh, you can boot that if we have to. Later. Oh, no, no, no. We, no, no, we, no, we fucking cursing. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. So, um, yeah, so I, I started the website um, almost two years ago, and I wanted to catalog every brewery, every winery, every distillery in the that state. That is a job. It yeah. was ambitious. Wineries, that's the other that's yep. part I didn't mention. Yes, yeah, wineries. so. so um, wineries as well. When I launched the website, I think I've. It's doubled. The number of breweries I've, I've oh, had sure. on the website has doubled. Well, yeah, since I, since I started the list of Florida breweries, I maybe started with like 125, 130, and now we have 273 oh, wow. breweries that are listed. In the state of Florida? In the state of Florida. Okay. Yep. Can I ask a tech question? Yes. Okay, so how is the database actually withheld? Is it uh, you're using like some type of CMS system and encompassing it there, or do you have your own SQL so, server? So totally, totally basic. It's Excel and Access, and then I uh, just 
uh, convert it to HTML to put it on the website. Okay. Does that load quickly or is it kind of slow? Uh, no. So um, the like to transfer the data, mm-hmm. um, it's by hand. So so I, I basically have my databases that I update by hand, and then then to, to move it to the website, I just I, I okay. do it you manually. Just, you upload a file, and I totally understand that. I, I was referring to because the data is being sourced. Does it slow down the page from loading? I guess to have to be a no no. Page. So so each web page holds all the data. So. You're right. There are big web pages. So there's the entire state of Florida brewery list with 273 breweries. Yeah. And that page might take a second and a half to load, which is not, it's, which is a long time. Right. Um, yeah, but yeah. then you can look at the Pinellas County page or the Hillsborough County page. So it's breaking down into counties. Yes. Yeah, so, well, re- regions and counties. Okay. Wow, so wow. regions would be Tampa Bay area, Southwest Florida, South Florida. Metros. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The Space Treasure Coast, like East Northeast mm-hmm. Coast region. Mm-hmm. Um, Central Florida, Panhandle, and then North Florida. It probably took some time just to geographically come up with conceptually how to separate the state into regions. So many, so many Google searches just knowing what county. And then your outliers, your outliers that are in the middle, and you're like, (laughs) gosh, does it go here? Do I put it in both? Yeah, Yeah, I kind of had to draw a line. I kind of had to say, okay, this region is are these counties, and you know what? Some are zip code fluid is a a good way to do it, actually. Uh, yeah, it it would it would be um that'd be even more work. It's even more granular. Um, It is. Well, but Manatee, you mentioned that it's a good example. Manatee County. I have it in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and I have it in Southwest Florida. Yeah. It's okay, kind of so on the cusp. Pro- so there's some crossover. Right. There you yeah, go. Right. So, like, okay, so I think probably a really good example is Polk County. There you go. Okay. So <laughs> I know they're in Central Florida. I got to see if I have them in the Tampa Bay area. Okay. Because West Polk should be in the Tampa Bay yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe I need to go through and say, okay, from Brew Hub West or something like that. Yeah, I, even Brew Hub's yeah. kind of out there a little bit from Tampa. Uh, what, Plant City? Is that? I don't know. Yeah, Brew Hub. Well, yeah, Brew Hub. Lakeland. 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 Right. Right on the I, other I, side I, of the uh, the line, county line. Okay, road, so, so Brew Hub's yeah. definitely in. I think you know. I'm thinking of two Henrys. They're they're in Plant City. That's, yeah. that's kind of yeah. like maybe a little early. on the cusp. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that would be a good idea. I need I need to kind of investigate that. Right now, it's kind of rigid by the county line. So either all the Polks in Tampa or none of Polks in Tampa. So that's something I people they forget how big Polk County is. It's huge. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. You, you literally have it's one of the biggest counties. Lakeland might be and the biggest Polk county. City yeah. in the same county, mm-hmm. and Polk City is like literally right around the corner from Orlando. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's like, how that's how big Polk County yeah, is. Haines, wow. Haines City, Davenport, yes. and Lakeland, and Winter Haven down where uh, yep. they're all the same county. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. It, it would take you the whole day to drive to all these places. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So, uh, have you seen the most growth? I, mean, I think I probably know the, the answer to this question in the craft beer area because I because I know there is a lot of of distilleries coming. Out. I I feel we're seeing more. I mean, craft beer is the scale, but we feel like we are seeing more distilleries. So you're absolutely right. Uh, beer is by far and away craft beer. It's I mean, there's 273 breweries that I have cataloged in the state. There's probably close to five that I'm missing because they're just I just can't keep up with them all. Yeah, um, yeah. So. You know, but let's just say 275. For distilleries, wineries, that's much more manageable. There's about 40 of each. When I first started the list, I've closed more wineries than I've added. (laughs) And now distilleries have leapfrogged wineries. So now there are more distilleries than wineries in the state. And it used to be the other way around. I want to say it's about 45 distilleries and now about 40 wineries. Yeah, because I feel like every metro has some sort of distillery. 
Like, I feel like that's a thing. Cause it, they, what's popular? Like, is it rum? Is it whiskey? Uh, you know, in Florida, it's rums and vodka. It, okay. And so I'm a makes, whiskey. I, I'm a bourbon. and yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, fits. Yeah. I like the dark yeah. It fits. Yeah, same. I'm a bourbon and scotch guy. I just, yeah, I like, I like bourbon. Yeah, I'm sure. I just went to Louisville for a friend's bachelor party. There that was go. a great bachelor party uh, idea. Man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we just went to bourbon distilleries. Um, but oh, some Louisville. <laughs> it was fun. Louisville. There's so many ways to say it. Um, but, um, no, it's, I've noticed a lot of vodka and then like silver rums and then fruited silver rums. Oh, well gold as well, but, but it, you know, like a pineapple rum, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. So like the flavored rums, which yeah. that makes a lot of and sense. And then really. the, yeah. the moonshines or unaged whiskeys are, are popping up. That was more so like a year or two ago, but everyone okay. started coming up with uh, what they call a moonshine, which is really just whiskey that's not, not aged. Yeah, it's right. clear. Please believe it is not a moonshine. Yeah. It's definitely not moonshine. <laughs> it's you know, unaged like, whiskey. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but it's, but it's good though. It's good. It's yeah. Good whatever. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that, all right, so that, that's the one thing I always can wonder because you can have a, a, a sort of a, a big picture view of, of trends in the area in there and all in all of the uh, spirits and beer. Is there any other trends that you're that you're seeing? Um, you know, the growth in craft beer has been astounding. It, it is and, and to our benefit as beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. We have so many options. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you literally could never drink the same beer twice if you never if you didn't want to, right? There's lots of beers I definitely want to have more than once, but if you never wanted to have the same beer twice, you could almost do that. You could probably go your whole life. It's it's, yeah, it's yeah. there's that much selection and breweries churn out that much, but um, we're probably at the peak market. We're probably at peak craft beer, yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm seeing. Well, to some level, there's consolidation. Um, you know, at this high end, you look at like Funky Buddha. And stuff in Fort Lauderdale, they're actually owned by um, a large publicly traded company. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and there's a handful of, of breweries out there like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, we're getting to the point now where the Cigar City Oscar Blues combination is actually like a medium to small player. You know, when you look yeah. at Sam Adams and Dogfish Head and, and some yeah, of the other yeah. major players that are emerging. So, on the one hand, the biggest Florida breweries. Are, are kind of acquisition targets. And then the smaller Florida breweries, um, not all of them are making it. So yeah. I, I, there was a, a couple shocking closures this year. Uh, for me, Red Cypress in Orlando yeah, yeah. was really, that, that kind of caught me off guard. You know, I yeah. would not, you know, to, to a, a brewery that distributes, you know, halfway down the state yeah, uh, yeah. with well, great beers. Distribution sometimes is what sinks these places really well depending upon what kind of a relationship they have with the mm-hmm. distributor you know how things are going they, they, it may be totally inhibiting them from growing at the rate that they oh want. okay they have to make their core beers and they can't correct innovate mm-hmm. and that kind of thing well, well, yeah. there's that and then also maybe the deal that they had to get in place with distribution because mm-hmm. because some of them i feel like they, they're just ready to give up the booty to get into distribution no matter right. what i mean some people come in day one their first thought is we're going to go 50 barrel you know, like th- their thought wasn't, we want to be a small local tasting room that mm-hmm. just grows and makes our money here this way. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I think how some of the breweries choose to, to figure out what their plan is for their business model has a lot to do with the likelihood that they would potentially fail. You're right. And, and there's a lot to unpack there. Um, th- I wish there was more companies like Brew Hub that facilitated, hey, you've developed this great recipe, hand it off. Like let us do it, and then yeah, you yeah. you continue to innovate. Yeah. Um, 
and now that you mention it, I can think of, there's none I'm going to mention by name, but I can think of breweries that I went to years ago before they distributed. Mm -hmm. And now after they distribute, um, you know, there's one or two new beers on the menu on the tap list, but, but you know, it used to be five, six different Mm -hmm. beers every time on the tap list. And it it happens for sure. And I mean, to your point, I mean, yeah, you were at a point now because it was a time. Matter of fact, we started to show breweries weren't really closing down. They were opening. They yeah. weren't closing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now brewers are closing. Yeah, they're, they're closing straight up. And, you know, like, you know, I'll say net breweries are growing. More of, in the last year, more of open than of closed. Yeah, yeah. But previously, you would see one or two close a year. And, and they may have isolated incidents as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and now, I, this year, I think there's there's been quite a few. And yeah. it probably has, it's probably business decision making. One I do know was um, like rent location related, and they might rebrand or open somewhere else in the future. That's another way to get out of the distribution. Yeah, 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 there you go. Um, That may or may not have been one who distributed. I don't know. (laughs) We can talk about that off air. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like I said, it's hard. I mean, that's one of the things that we've seen. And that's really one of the $50,000 questions of this industry Mm -hmm. is the fact, are we at capacity? Yeah, you know, like how far can you go? I mean, you know, I mean, every all your major beer areas in this in this region, in our region, in, in Tampa Bay area, all have a ton of breweries. You know, mm-hmm. St. Pete around downtown. I don't even call it downtown area, not downtown specific, like around it. So Kidwood and all those other places, uh-huh. a ton of breweries, a ton. P- you know, P- Pinellas County, Dineen, a ton. Mm-hmm. You know, Seminole Heights adjacent. Well, Seminole Heights is the one that not as many. They got and, and a lot of their players are high profile players. Mm-hmm. But you know, Florida you, Avenue. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Seven Sun. Well, mm-hmm. that's why I think what, what we need to see is we need to see a spike in what I would almost say are people who are to the core of the craft beer halls. We we need places like like you just need tap rooms, mm-hmm. but it needs to be run by people who literally really give a huge fuck about this. Yeah. Like they're all about beer. They're all about the beer, and, and they're not going to. They're not interested in trying to maximize profits. They're not. They're not going to carry any anything from Enbev. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. going to have the best beer they can get their hands on locally and present it to people. And I, they're not going to be concerned with distribution. They're going to be concerned with just basically being able to buy the beer for X price and sell it for Y. Especially yeah. if all the breweries you're getting it from are within, you know, a 25, 15 mile radius, right. which we're more than capable right. of supporting and, here yeah, in Florida. But what a business like that might be limited to is the best fits might be self-distribution. So breweries that do self-distribute, I can just drive right there and get a keg from you, drive it here and put it on the taps and sell it at 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's... That's kind of what you need, but I think what you need is a little bit of that in volume. I think if you had these types of places, uh, yeah, w- within almost kind of like jurisdictional areas for of both the brewery markets, the metro specifically, I think it would work totally fine, and it would actually help the smaller breweries that are doing self distribution actually move the product. Right. Yeah. They're not going to get the margin they do on a pint glass at the bar, but it's it's better than going through a big guy, I'm Correct. sure. And yeah. you're kind of cutting the middleman, really. That distribution partner is just. It's, a, it's kind of consolidating all of like the local restaurants that are moving one or two taps of their beer and saying, "Well, I'll just do this for the whole county. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about being in Joe's Pizza Shop. You can put them right here." And I actually give a damn about the beer way more than he does. Right. All he yeah. cares about is how cheap can I can I get it for and how much how much up can I sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You need more of that. 
because uh, there's there's a few that I can think of that do a decent job with it. Like you know, Poorhouse does a pretty good job of it. They have you know they have a lot of local but, tabs. But but they're now turning into mostly just late start. It yeah, won't now, it, it won't be long before yeah, Poorhouse yeah, doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, it'll it'll just be late start. Yeah, they are like yeah they're they're transitioning into late smart start brewing. They, historically, they've they've done a good job of that. There's a handful. There needs to be there needs to be more because um, what's happening is you're either. Okay, so you're, you're, you're near that brewery, or you never get their beer. You're, you're, you're near the brewery, you don't get the beer, or you know, then otherwise it's just like happy accidents. Like your right. pizza place has a has a relationship with correct a, a, with a brewery you like, and so that so there. But you, if you're a, a big time Tampa Bay craft beer person, like you're drinking craft beer, say three four days a week, in, in Tampa Bay, yeah, yeah. you go no judgment, no judgment. So, uh, yeah, when so. you go to uh, FBG. It should be like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Oh, I know exactly who that is. I know, yeah, I, I've, yeah, had yeah. Their, I've had their beer. I've seen it. I've seen it cycling at my local place. Yeah, 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 yeah. They but, should be but, a local but, place. But that doesn't, or a local, that doesn't or, happen. Or more of them. A lot of the FBG uh, times when we go from place to place to place, I'm like, I've never heard of this one. I've never heard of that one. I've never yeah, heard yeah, of that yeah. one. And it's cool when you're there. But well, it's a good in a way because it shows the industry is growing. But it would yeah. be it, it. It should be something I think that when you go to your local craft beer place, where it, it's like almost like industry knowledge being poured on top of you yeah 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 it, exactly is that it, it should be a compliment what you already know if you're really into craft beer correct you know? yeah absolutely you know some festivals vary in terms but, of what they're what their but when you market go to your stuff, local so. watering hole what you're going to see is very consistently the same taps the same beers because i think it comes down to the intent is literally just well we're moving lots of elysian so space dust or space grass. So so now yeah. so so let's pour space grass. People are buying it. We we can we can make money on it. And that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. essentially the only thing that anyone really ever cares about. Well, yeah, yeah. It, well, it's a business. That's yeah. the thing. It's a business. Yeah. And that's the hard part of it. It's like there there is the there's craft brewing the artistry of it, and there's craft brewing the business of it. And so the business sometimes well the business wins out a lot. And, and, and as this industry grows, the business is going to win out even more. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and that's the thing. It sucks. But you but see it firsthand. I mean, um, not a Florida brewery. It was Devil's Backbone. But I went to Devil's Backbone in Virginia before uh, Anheuser, or AB InBev bought them out. And once AB InBev bought them out, the investment into the place. I mean, the outside seating, the mm-hmm. patio. Oh, it, it, I it, mean, beca- it became, this needs to be a local destination. We yes. need people coming here eating dinner yes. on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Everything. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. multiple food trucks, their own restaurant. They opened up their own distillery. Uh, and it, it, it's it's in the area. They call it the Brew Ridge Trail because it's by the Blue Ridge Trail area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, near actually the uh, Appalachian uh, Parkway or Trailway okay. that you would take. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. right over in that area. Devil's yeah. Backbone's uh part of the trail okay um but it's like the nicest there's like 10 breweries in the area but by far it's like the like the cool hangout and the nicest place to go not the best beer out of all the breweries there but that's usually the case yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. usually the place have the best beer the place that the tasting room is not really the nicest yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like a kind of the tasting room is usually just about tasting beer whereas the nicest place yep is usually a place that's like hanging out it's you hope it's it's good enough when you walk in and you can tell that they've put like when you measure by the millions of how much money has been invested into a place, mm-hmm. it, it and there's nothing against places that have invested money into them, but generally it's speaking, model. they're not going it's to like be any, the best breweries, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I want to transition actually. Um, so you, uh, with your view of, of of the area, we're going to talk beer specific. What's okay? This question's come up with some with other people that we've talked to. Okay, uh, Dave from Florida Beer Blog and, and others. 
what regions are doing which beer styles right? Because I feel like different parts of the state dominate different beer styles. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. who's kind of like better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like different. If, like if, or, I'm, if I'm coming to Tampa is there Bay. is there an identity to a market? Yeah. Mm, okay. Does like does Jacksonville have an identity? Um. So I would definitely say that South Florida has a more tropical, like vacation feel identity to a lot of their beer styles, and and you and there's a lot of great breweries down there that make beers that have no fruit in them at all. But but a lot of beers like Funky Buddha have you know they're gonna have a pineapple blonde. And, yeah. 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 Um. There's a, a a new, relatively new brewery called South Beach. They have a blood orange IPA. It's just I noticed South Florida is very kind of like some fruit, kind of yeah. tropical fruit. Yeah, yeah. But we're not going for like a full fruit beer. Um, you know, it'll still be a wheat ale with some fruit or an IPA with some fruit. But they yeah. want to give ev- everything a little bit of that kind of Florida feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so also a lot of citra hops um, mm-hmm. and you know anything to kind of make it feel a little more tropical is definitely a. Okay. Uh, a Miami and to some some extent Fort Lauderdale probably a little stronger on the Miami it's like side. a southeastern coast yeah, yeah, yeah. Type South deal. Florida definitely yeah if you go up the coast up say Daytona and north of Daytona it changes um there's not as like many coast. yeah there's not as many breweries there um like Playa Linda is probably a, a good one that comes to mind that that's that's had that makes a few good beers I the ones that I've had it, now I've traveled to Fort Lauderdale and Miami a lot more than I've traveled to like Daytona and that area. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've definitely had a lot more beers from South Florida, but the core beers that I see coming out of that Volusia County, Daytona, like Ormond Beach area uh, tend to not be, they tend to be more straight ahead. Like, Hey, this is a wheat ale. This is an IPA. Yeah. Um, I really like like treasure chest is the first one I can think of from Playa Linda. Um, and they're right in that area, like Titusville, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a good, Space like, straight-ahead IPA. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. What about Tampa Bay area? What do yeah. we, what are we know? I for? mean, Cigar City I'd such set such a high bar. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody knows them nationally. Nationally. Yeah. Na- they worldwide. Make, they make phenomenal beer. They do. If you yeah. Could, they you, actually do make but, really you probably have to go to the tasting room to actually get the good stuff. Is that the one on Spruce Street? The yes. smaller? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's the one to go to for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good beer experience. They, they have, they have mm-hmm. good beers there. And it's, and it's a lot. It's they'll, Obviously, you can get highlight and Florida Cracker and the stuff that you can get in in the you know in, in public. Tastes better on draft. It tastes better on draft. <laughs> of course and it you does. get so many more things that are oh, yeah. literally oh, yeah. available. They're, they have oh, yeah. canned stuff that's they're, already available in the high Their high grab stuff is actually mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah, and and they do so many high lie tweaks. Like mm-hmm. here's high lie with lime. Well, the white oak is one of my favorite beers. Period. I love it. I, I just almost such any white a good oak beer. Yeah, the high lie white oak is. I mean, it's it's up there. Um, yeah. I'm a little lukewarm on high lie, but I know I'm like I'm, I'm an alien compared to like yeah. the rest of the world that loves high lie. But yeah, I'm, you lose I'm, track of well, the white oak high lie especially until you actually have it against other right people. Right, because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't hit my top five. Yeah, you know, yeah, like we've talked off air about what the, the IPAs that we love yeah, the most, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I never think of highlight, but it also doesn't help the fact that I can't go into a gas station without seeing it. Would highlight won our national IPA day test taste test? I don't know, but I would, I, I would love to. Blind. I would love like to blind. have it against say sixty minute too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to have it a national competition just to see where where it really ranks. IPAs. Maybe it's better than we realize. Maybe, yeah. Because we're overexposed to it, and it doesn't help when you go there and you see the can stacked from here to two stories high. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they brew so much highlight, and they, they distribute so much highlight. 
I think that the fact the highlight is still so good even after it's been, you know, even though I've had a highlight a hundred times and I still want one, you know, I think that yeah, says a yeah, lot yeah. too. Like, you know, there, there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of songs that are good. You hear it five times. You yeah. want to hear it's it a hundred. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic. I, I agree with that, but I, I think it comes down to, Hey, what is your palate love? Like, like if you, if you love a good 7% uh, mm-hmm. IPA and you know that you like your IBUs around a certain range and you know, you love, you love certain hot profiles. It's just about just hitting that. Uh, I mean, like I think of, Seven Sons was it a home wrecker day wrecker? Oh, uh, head, headbanger, 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 headbanger. That, that, like yeah, that, that's that's what won. That, that's what won our our, our okay. competition. Oh, uh, but it's such a good beer. But headbanger is better better beer than highlight. I agree. Uh, but it's it's Seven <laughs> Sons. I think I think Seven Sons a better brewery than, it, than it Cigar is. City. Pound for pound, yeah. For pound, I think well, they expanded when they moved to Seminole Heights because they started second in Dunedin. Location. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Their second, yeah. but now that, that's their primary location. It's, it is it's larger. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah it's, it's larger. It's, it's more. It's more of yeah, a social the, the, scene. The Dunedin one is actually easy to miss. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's like a tiny little house, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're brewing there, yeah. beer out of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So okay, so um, where do we go from here? What's what's going to change? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I I I kind of think. That uh, especially, I mean, having Justin here and having his knowledge geographically of what's happening within the state, you can almost kind of foresee, maybe or predict what types of actual physical changes may be coming. We've been talking for a long time about how it's about being that local local watering hole, kind of taking yeah. kind of taking uh, an underserved market and letting a brewery and tasting room kind of fulfill the role that I've talked about before about being that core we care about the craft and we want to serve the local customer and i think that's what i think a lot of the breweries that are successful are still doing even places that don't even probably make the best beer but they're in the right area say like a marker 48 comes to mind immediately Mm -hmm. no no knock on them for their beer making prowess but basically it doesn't come to mind immediately when i think of like destination breweries yeah yeah you have to want to go to wikiwachi correct yeah yeah like you have or you like or maybe you're going tubing i don't know the brewery is not going to bring you there you're gonna you're gonna go there for something else and then but then you have to say okay let me also correct yeah stop in at the brewery i i agree with the the location and many times being more important than the beer because i've been to a lot of breweries and um you know, every brewery closure is a different case. You kind of have to look at it uniquely. Um, you can tell but, it's an analytics case. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I dig that. Yeah. But what you just said, how there's a popular brewery, even though their beer is not the best, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, competition is getting to the level, unless you're in like a small kind of, you know, semi-rural area, that competition is going to be there if it's yes. not already. And the cannibalizing yeah. is going to continue regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and speaking of uh, cannibalization, I think this was a national level statistic, not Florida, but it's it's, you know, true here as well the number of breweries that were opening increased you know year over year like 10 to 12 percent the number of you know millions of barrels of craft beer that was brewed only increased like one to three percent that goes to show you right there yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not producing more beer but we have more outlets more competition yeah, yeah 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 for yeah. the same relative but, but, purchase volume so you're yeah. taking that uh like you're taking that pie and you're actually making the slices of pie less and less and less, and less. right yeah. yeah 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 well you can see it because there was but so many people who are drinking beer and you, you know we're trying our best to get more people and, to drink and this beer, is but, yeah. so then, then the predictive analytics would tell me that well i can present Presume that InBev will buy more breweries at a faster rate because there's going to be more places that are ready to sell and get out because they're not hitting their projected revenues year over year over year simply because the amount of crumbs to go out is less and less and less. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's uh, more consolidation, or or and, there and will be consolidation. And it, it'll be cyclical. We'll go. We'll go from having hundreds and hundreds of breweries down to having well, there may be hundreds of breweries, but there's only maybe seventy five different ownership groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which will which. And then they'll be, which will change the quality. Of the, and then craft beer, it'll wine. turn into some type of like hyper craft. Right. Well, we're we're already going there. Um, you know, Funky Buddha and Winwood are both owned by much larger companies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't remember one. I think one of them might even be Constellation Brands, which owns Corona. Yeah. Owns yeah. owns a Florida brewery that might be Funky Buddha. Don't I'm not sure though. I've got to double check the facts on that. Yeah. Um, but. The same thing with AB InBev. Uh, you know, they courted uh, Cigar City for years, and they're like, "No, we're not going to sell out." Um, or, or, or until you add an extra zero. Yeah, yeah, until the price is right. And uh, but I think that's AB InBev's Anheuser Busch's strategy is now they want to own the craft beer brand, and that's yeah. it's almost like a clothing brand. You know, yeah. it's like you start a you know a, a clothing brand, and then eventually, you know like Salt Life that was started by some guy in Jacksonville and then it got by, bought by a large publicly traded company who was like yeah. hey this this became a viable brand and then is it about the beer or is it about the brand you know is it about the logo yeah, and the yeah. hangout and the, yeah yeah, yeah. So, what it all means so it's and it's constellation brands by the way it is constellation yeah, okay so yeah. they own they own corona i think i believe so so yeah. so yeah so when you get a funky buddha you're you're buying that no, nothing oh, against you're, them. You're, you're supporting corporate. Uh, yeah, and, I, I actually can't stand their beer anymore. I, yeah. I, used, I used to like it a long time mm-hmm. ago when like, it was good. Like Hopgun and and some of their but, stuff. But now now when I think every one of their beers is either a, like a over the top dessert beer mm-hmm. or some kind yeah, of some kind of very very sort of very mild type. IBU yeah. hop. Yeah, not yeah. not what they used to be. No, 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 not so, at all. So I mean, you know. You know, uh, at least uh, CCP hasn't changed all that much. The CCP experience in the beer is pretty comparable to what it was a few years ago. You know, they were acquired by or merged with Oscar Blues, who makes Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky. You can't. I, I can't put that on the same scale as yeah um, a Funky Buddha in Constellation. Well, yeah, Brands. Constellation. That's that's they're, it's InBev yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or or, or any of the players AB InBev ha- has bought, which yeah, I know a handful yeah, like, in Virginia. Actually, you mentioned Elysium mm-hmm, earlier. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. uh, that's a Seattle brewery. It's an AB InBev owned brewery. Yeah, yeah. not surprised. So, but and, that, and here you know when you go to your local brewery, you'll see Elysium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see it, and yes, that's it's, why it's uh-huh. space Because because yeah. the, the certain when it comes down to selling the beer through distribution, there are certain ones that they're literally going to say, well, "Well, we'll give you a deal on this. Yep. We'll give you a deal on this." Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the local watering holes just want the most yeah, margin because, possible, yeah, they, right? Because yeah. right. what it is, they want a beer that okay. If I for the small percentage of craft beer people that come into this bar, we want to have something for them. We cannot tell them, "Oh, just drink like uh, oh, you can have like a England." Whatever you like, we want to actually have something that doesn't insult them, but something that's that is cheap, or whatever. And so, yeah, it, well, it, you know, space doesn't start to fill that, that Eco- economies of scale. You know, yeah, the more yeah. the more you produce, the cheaper it is per unit. So there's just no way a company that's producing billions of barrels um, is is gonna you know they're gonna have a higher margin. They're, they can afford to sell it wholesale at a much lower price mm-hmm. to every every re- restaurant and bar. But um, you know. It's kind of a gray area. Like, is this beer local? 
if it's still <laughs> owned, right? Is, is Funky yeah. Buddha still it, a local beer? If we brewed beer? it down the street, is it still yeah. local? So, yeah, yeah. I, so I'm all inclusive in the, in the list of breweries. I even have Yingling on the list of 273 yeah. because they brew beer here. They and, yeah. um, I, you know, that's something I kind of, I don't want to say I struggle with it internally. It gives it a lot more, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, meaning than it really does have. But, um, you know, I, I kind of thought about that. Like, how do I present that? How do I consider yeah. those breweries? But, the, you know, um, even though the, the top line margin goes all the way up to someone's pockets or shareholders' pockets, right, who don't live in the state. Yeah, They're still yeah. employing people in the state. Yeah, you can yeah. still buy a beer. They're still making it here. So it's as true. long as it's brewed here, it's on drinklocalflorida.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that logic is, is sound. Yeah. It's, it's like writing a law. You have to have your baseline of, well, does it meet this? Does it mm-hmm. meet that? Does it meet that? Okay, well, regardless if you like it or not, <laughs> right it has to be treated this way yep yep we have criteria you know and it has to meet the criteria it's just like a law you have yeah. to meet the criteria if you meet the criteria that's really the only standard yeah. and to that end i um picked up a beer in a can it was chihuahua brewing it said brewed in lakeland um, and it was contract brewed by brew hub, brew hub course, i looked yeah. it up and it's a it's a california brewery yeah. they're based in somewhere in california and um but you know they're using brew hub so yeah, then yeah, I, I was yeah. like well was this a florida beer because now it's brewed in florida but it's not even a florida brewery it's a california brewery's recipe yeah, yeah. contract brewed by a yeah by, yeah so uh, even though it's physically made here and then there's even the brands not even right further levels what about when a california recipe calls for a hop variety that we can now grow hops here in Florida mm-hmm. and use. Well, then, then does it qualify as a local beer at that point? Do you use some Florida the, ingredients. Yes. I say, is it growing from the ground or is it hydroponic? Uh, what does that matter? It grew here, right? It could be. Uh, it could just, could just combust. And it come from Florida soil. <laughs> is, it made, is it made in a lab or is it made? Yeah, you know, like freaking. You know, the GMO or is it? Yeah. You know, well, like, and and that's it, why laws always change. That's why things are always evolving and moving. Mm-hmm. And, and more than likely, drink local Florida standards will have to change over time. <laughs> well, yeah. in terms of tracking Florida ingredients, that is something we do for spirits. So a lot, a very high number of the spirit, uh, the, still, the liquor distilleries, um, they either use like Florida grain, Florida rye, okay, um, Florida oranges. When it, anything that calls for fruit, Honey. Uh, yes, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and wineries. Wineries also like um, Keelan Curly, mm-hmm. which is two Henrys. They're mm-hmm. a blueberry farm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's the, that's vertical integration yeah. right there. Right, we grow it, we yeah, you know yeah. we, we mash it, and then it becomes puree. We, we Put it in wine or beer. Yeah, then you have a stout with uh, yeah, jalapenos. Blueberry jalapeno yeah, stout. Hey, hey, there you go. There you go. Um, I just had a good. jalapeno vanilla beer from them recently too. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a. I had the. Oh, it was the blueberry. It was a blueberry vanilla jalapeno, and there's a different jalapeno one they have. There's a wheat yeah. and the stout. So they basically had like a like a silkier version of that beer. I remember the first time I had yeah. that beer, I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's spicy solid. and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We've, done, we've done a show there. They're, they're good yeah, people. They're, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're solid. Uh, Jacob, I believe, is mm-hmm. the same. Jacob nice. Still. The best Florida beer you've had in the last six months. In the Ooh. last six months. Or, or it, tag on that, the best Florida brewery you've been to in the last six months. Oof. Or both. Oh, right. It, it, it could be at the same place. Could be the same place. Could be, you know. One could influence the other. Oh, man. Um, I should have thought about this a little bit ahead of time. It's, it's, it's the six-month thing that's throwing me oh, off. Oh, you go further back. The reason why I ask is because I, I'll say 
ever and be like, oh my god, oh, I've yeah, had so it. many beers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, but I like the last thing of recent memory that you can remember. You're like, yeah. wow, you know, these guys are really got it going on. The yeah. I like the six month of the recent memory thing because there's so much change, there's so right. much innovation. Yeah, yeah. I you know I mean like I could come out and say you know I love the White Oak High Line. I do, of course, it's an excellent beer. I, it's I, a, I do too. Uh, yeah, I mean even the original High Line, the know, White I, Oak takes it to the next. Don't level. Don't want to hijack, but. Look up Paradise Brewing. Ken's a phenomenal oh, brewer. Oh, Clearwater. In Clearwater. Yeah. Have his White Oak. But anyways, continue. Okay, uh, is it a White Oak IPA? Yes, or Okay, definitely have to check that out. Um, so recently, breweries I've been to, um, I was really impressed with, and it, I can't believe it took me so long to get down there, was Calusa. Hmm. So, I've heard so many good things about Calusa. Man. They make some really good kind of ha- like hazy IPAs. Uh, every yeah. IPA I've had from them has been top on, notch. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Villainies. Is that uh, Villainies? Uh, that's that's one. The big, the most well known. Um, it's now called the Zoat. Used to be called Focus, and I think they had to change it for legal reasons. But uh, the Focus IPA is like a. It's it's almost like a beer mosa. It's very citrusy. It's very got a lot of orange in it. Um, but Calusa was a good one to visit you know motorworks for like going to a brewery motorworks has just such an awesome beer garden they have like 10 cornhole rows set up they have like mini golf they every have... time we do a tasting test every time that they come in last really <laughs> yeah yeah, every, yeah they, i mean yeah. like like every time but but at the same time though okay so we we, we touched on this earlier how if, if the experience and the that's still part of the, that's the, part of the, the equation i agree be yeah. better the beer may not always be the same yeah but there's something to be said about going to a place that they like, can play cornhole absolutely again mm-hmm. well, your, your kids it, can like my, my kids are my kids are a little older it's than a business and, and that's what yeah, they yeah. want they want you they want your kid to be entertained so you'll have a so second and a third out. hang out yeah because yeah, like and i'll go to the class and it's not the, the throw shade i actually mean this in the best possible way ever all right so three daughters Okay, three dollars beer is not necessarily critically acclaimed. Their beer is pretty decent, but it's not critically acclaimed beer. I have not had a bad time at three dollars mm-hmm. in, in various settings. I've been there with with all with my with my wife and daughter. I've mm-hmm. been there just with my daughter. And they, um, there's a volunteer group that that feeds the homeless and they pack lunches out of three daughters once a month. So I've so I've been there with that that setting. I've been there with friends. It's, man, it's always a good time. It's it's always just a really well, fun. You're, you're down time. the dome district. It's a great little beer industry down yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, exactly. I, I agree. And I've actually had uh, better than average beer at Three Daughters. Yeah. But what you're never going to see is the beers that I had that I really enjoyed. You're never going to get those at Publix. Yeah, no, no. You got pretty much be they're they're kind of like a cigar city where like the best of their beer and just pretty much any brewery is right there on site. So yeah. there, so there's a few things that you can get there that you can't get anywhere else. And it's at and it's really solid. They're good. But yeah, like. It's a needed thing. I, a one bay, good, not great, mm-hmm. but always have a good time. Shout out there. to Jay Jones. Shout out to Jay Jones, who, who, who's actually a really, really the, good. The, the father of the Sun Viking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is that exactly. or, or father Viking? And we're all Sun Vikings. Uh, yeah, that'd be my, that might. I think that would be the prom in the proper nomenclature. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. So yeah. So what's next for Drink Local Florida? Um, well. Actually, I thought of a really good beer that I had uh, recently. Uh, so just in the past couple months, um, I had brought a corporate ladder beer. We tried one of their IPAs, but I had a sour. It was uh, they have like a dessert series of sours, 
And the one that I liked the best was the cherry pie. Ooh, oh. um, had a little bit of cinnamon, and I don't know how they did it, but it tasted like pie crust. Were you listening to some Warrant, maybe, while you were... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great, yeah. Drink my cherry, my cherry pie. <laughs> um, so that was, I was impressed by that. I had, they had a peach cobbler, also good, but the cherry pie was oh, yeah. was the best. That sounds really good, actually. I just You had the dessert sour. Yeah. Yeah, peach and sour sounds like really good. And I haven't seen a lot of that. I see a lot of it on – I don't see a lot. I see, I've seen it on Instagram like, mm-hmm. in other regions. But yeah, I, seen um, I had a peach like Berliner from Sweetwater. They're, okay. they're Georgia Sweetwater, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 420. So they have a peach Berliner, but um, – it wasn't. It wasn't as good. It was. Yeah. It was a you know. Yeah. A sweet water beer. It was. Yeah. <laughs> sweet water. Yeah. <laughs> but but I digress. So what's next for Drink Local Florida? Um, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with all the breweries. You, you know, know, I really man. am. It's a lot of job. Yeah. 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 That that in alone is is a, is a lot. Um, I. How do you? How often do you do research to review the data? Because I feel like it's on you to stay on top of it. So I'm very open. Like, reach out to me. Um, at least, you know, two years ago, a brewery wouldn't contact me. Now, a brewery might open and say they'll they'll Please send list me a us. message. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally free, like I, to be listed on the website. They'd There's be no, stupid no not charge. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I know about you, well, the people who listed are listed. I didn't talk to half of them. You know, I just look up the research, look up the information online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. that's the other thing. I, I do try to include information about each brewery. It's not just breweries by county. It's can you bring a dog? Can you take them a, a crowler? Can you? Yeah, yeah. Um, do they have a restaurant? Do they have food? trucks how do they um, get the data to you i ask them or it's on their website or it's on like google maps boy we, we need to get you to de- we need to develop a uh, an input form for you they can just fill out and it just sends an email to you that has all, oh, right all away. the stuff right on there yeah uh, well i i, I kind of have an email if you template. Were on, i have an email template say, if, if you were on like them. some type of like cms like wordpress is super easy and flexible mm-hmm. we could literally custom build something like that that would have that input form where they could just go in there and say Here's here's a link. They fill all this stuff out. When it goes, it sends you a notification, and on that email, it has all the data they filled out. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Would, that would probably simplify your process quite a bit. A little bit, yeah. That would be yeah. make it a little easier. <laughs> we'll talk off here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, but that's um, cool though. That's awesome though. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go on. I, I was gonna say I have a handful of uh, what I call brewery overview pages. So, um, Naughty Monk, Three Keys are a handful of examples. So the brewery overview pages. Those go in more detail, and that'll even have like flight and growler recommendations com- okay. coming from the the brewer oh, or nice. someone at the brewery, but preferably the brewer. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as as me, and okay. they, they tend to be kind of more like profiled. So, um, it's it's kind of basically like, hey, if you're into hoppier beers, this is what they're known for. That kind of fits that description. If you like porters and stouts, here are kind of some of their ones that are that are yeah, yeah, you know, better. So. Very cool, very cool. That'd be so. cool. You just actually you could probably tag the brewery for what they're known for, and then literally grab the tags, create new categories. So yeah. I, I can't turn off. It's all yeah, it's all no, no, it's good yeah, ideas. Yeah. <laughs> ah, for sure, for sure. So so how so how can it, how do people find you? Drinklocalflorida.com. Um, my email is justin at drinklocalflorida.com. Instagram, Facebook. Instagram's how, how I found you. Yeah, most <laughs> most people find this on Instagram. Is that your go-to social media? It, it is. It For, is. I'm, I'm definitely a Twitter guy. So, um, so I started using Twitter, but I, everything's just so image based, and every you know every tweet yeah. I had an image with it, and I just felt like I wasn't yeah. using Twitter the way I was supposed to, and, I, and then I couldn't. I don't know. I just didn't. When I sent out links, I didn't get any real like engagement. 
So, yeah, Twitter is a very engagement-driven type of uh, platform. You have to be probably um, you, you're better off replying to other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. So someone, yeah. so you could just just watch for people talking about beer, doing searches for beer, find people talking about beer, and then engage with them directly. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, th- th- there's a lot more acceptance to people who okay. don't have a huge following yeah. by your contributing. More, more active. Twitter's more active, and I'm yeah. definitely kind of more. People are very finicky. They're, actually, they're very self entitled. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. Twitter's more communication, one-on-one communication, and info based. Right. Where it, Instagram is more image based. That's why it feeds. Yeah. It works better for like think. I would, I would say Twitter is even fashion. like I would say Twitter yeah. is almost opinion based. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like people, I think go on Twitter just to be divisive, looking for people who align their opinions with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. It's the communication. It's it's the byproduct of the communication content based social media. I don't even go on. I work, yeah. I work on social media for a while too. <laughs> there and that, and that, so it causes people. It feeds more to divisiveness. It does because it's it's talking, but then it's social media. So you have the veil of the thin veil of social media. And all I've yeah, we could we could talk forever about that type of stuff, but yeah. Whereas Instagram is more image based. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I'm focused on. I mean, there's a lot of beer people out there on Instagram. Um, you know, a lot of people who it's about them and the beer, or something like that, and nothing against that. But um, you know, this is just about Florida beer. That's yeah, that's all yeah, it's really yeah. about. It's just that's what I enjoy about because that because you actually touched on something that is very important. Instagram starts to become, I mean, you know, there's Instagram personnel, there's Instagram stars, right? That's right. A, that's a thing now, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, like an all out thing, and it's a, and it's yeah, that's a whole nother, that's another show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, no, no, that so those are the places to find you. So, drinklocalflorida.com. Yep. Find you on Instagram. Find you on Facebook. Yeah, uh, at Drink Local Florida um, for Instagram and for Facebook. Yeah, just drink Drink Local Florida. And if you're into Georgia beers, I did start Drink Local Georgia as well. So um, yeah, it's um, it's not quite to the level Drink Local Florida is. No, uh, you, there's you got to grow the audience. You, you're you're, yeah, you're still yeah. well. No, the thing is, you're probably saving tons of time because you know the path. You know. How to go acquire the data and then mm-hmm. get it found, get it indexed, and then eventually and it, it starts selling it's itself. It's a smaller market. 273 Florida breweries. I have 85 Georgia breweries. Yes, I, so, that's what I Georgia, Georgia is a huge state, and mm-hmm. it's very spread out. It is. It's yep. a lot more rural state than yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you got to think Florida's got several population centers. Georgia has really Just one. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a gigantic one. Mm-hmm. It's monstrous, but it's just one. So, yeah. yeah, so for Georgia, for the Atlanta area, I don't know how familiar you are with that, that area, but... I used to live in Atlanta. Okay, so yeah. I have inside the perimeter and outside the yeah, perimeter, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I had to... Yeah, yeah. Cause I couldn't yeah. just look at Atlanta, because there's just two... That, that's 85% of the breweries are in Atlanta. It's like I, got, yeah. I had to do it, you know, inside and outside the perimeter. Uh, for sure, for sure. One of my favorite breweries, one of my favorite beers was a triple IPA, and I, I can't remember, it's somewhere in Georgia. Somewhere in Georgia make, makes this beer. I remember one of my homebrews was a clone of this. So I don't, I don't know if this is it. If, if Wild Leap rings a bell, but it's not. It was Wild okay. Leap's it was called, Wild Leap is very new. It, it was, a, yeah, it was yeah. extreme IPA. I think was the title that they gave it. Okay. okay. Yeah, it was okay. one. It's a, it's a brewery that's been around for a few years because this was a few years. Yeah. Ago, so, so not yeah. a Florida year, not a Florida beer. One of the best beers I've had in a long time came from Wild Leap. It was a Georgia beer. They they sent it to me through drinklocalgeorgia.com um it was made with a new hop hybrid it's called locust hops okay um and i just i've never had a beer like this what did they produce what did they use to make locust hops it 
was a hybrid of um, it had another name that was like letters and numbers, mm. and I could probably look it up. Okay, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it wasn't popular. It wasn't two popular hops. Yeah, it, it wasn't like okay, like Citra, and, and you know. I don't think so, but I had it like six months ago, four you know, four or five, six months ago. So it's, it, I don't remember that. I do remember like looking up, like I was like, what is a locust hop? And then it was like formerly known as Hop Strain SA five nine nine or something. I was it's like, the hop okay, that comes in and eats all their hops. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a predator hop. No one really likes that hop, but <laughs> but it's tasty though. So. It, <laughs> it by accident. Now it took over. That that beer was complex. I the like it was just the there was a lot to it. It was so this it's from a series of beers that are like juicy and hazy IPAs, but each one is made with a different hop. So like one's all Citra, one's all Mosaic, okay. and now they're on volume like seven or eight. Um, it's called Alpha Abstraction. Uh, as the series, but this was the one, I think it was like number six or seven with the locust hops. Uh, my like beer prediction is that, that there will be more use of the locust hops in the coming years. Like this really, uh, it was just, I I can't even really quite put my finger on it. Would you call Um, it like a beautiful disaster? It wasn't a disaster. Uh, (laughs) it was, (laughs) it was just, um, there was just a lot going on, but it was like, it all fit. It all worked. It, I mean, yeah. it is a, a kind of a sweeter, juicier beer to begin with, but these, um, they're very hoppy yet still. I mean, these are all 8 9% double IPA, so they're all very strong. You're talking, yeah. talking to the right audience yeah, oh, right you, uh, yeah. If you can get your hands on any of the Alpha Abstraction series, I would highly recommend it. Nice. There, nice. You heard it there, audience. Yeah, heard it there first. <laughs> How about that exclusive data right here on right. Craft Beer Ballers? Know, yeah. yeah, where else can you get that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, Justin, thank you so much for coming on our show. I really appreciate it. Oh, I had a great time. Um, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is great. Great information. Go to drinklocalflorida.com or drinklocalgeorgia.com mm-hmm. as well if you want to find out really everything you can about local beer at, at, you know, in, in your area, if you're either be Florida or Georgia. So, so for now, for Johnny and Kevin, this is Craft Beer Ballers.